This is JFM Podcast. Critical issues are getting exposed for a better understanding on a daily basis. All I'm trying to say is that within Pangshin local government, from 1999 to date, we have never been to the Senate. Leading to critical social, political, and economic conversations by those who matter. If you chop alone, you will die alone. He did not chop alone. So it is his turn to chop. Today, look at the consequences. That is such a man that had the temerity, the audacity to talk to a governor who still produce, produce the highest votes in 2015. In 2015, what happened to him? He insisted that his own boy would be governor. The best journalists are seeking all the hidden answers with active citizens reacting. As at the time that Sumolad left office, that was in 1983, there was a very big gap between 1993 and also 1999. Seriously, join Zach Fadel and Gilbert Joseph as they talk to those that matter to enable you grapple with the issues. Weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 FM. Hello, good evening. Welcome to the program, Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fana. It was a beautiful Wednesday evening today, 23rd of August, 2023. Gilbert, good evening. How's your day? How's the going? Good evening, Ponsak. Um, my day was one I did enjoy. I hope you had a nice time as well, even uh, though I can attest I that did. you had a really nice time. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I can't beat you at, or any other person can't beat you at, is the ability to catch fun. And uh, once you're on the internet, you, you, just no dull moments. Yes. No dull moments. <laughs> and they catch crews, you know. <laughs> well, uh, it's a beautiful Wednesday uh, evening, uh, Gilbert. I don't know uh, what, what stories have, you know, kept you on your feet. Federal Accounts Allocation Committee. Um, definitely that story where in the shed the sum of 966 billion naira for um, you know FAC I mean FAC allocation yeah, for the month of July has to definitely be the biggest one on top of my list and um, how much again was the figure? 966 billion naira for which month? August? Oh, July 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 yes um, it came from I mean if you look at the report it came from the little things the poor people pay on the streets, VAT, you know, electronic payments and all of these details. It was from them they were able to generate this sum of money, you know, apart from... 966 billion naira. You know, in the end, you'd ask yourself again, how would the Nigerian roaming the streets every day see the benefits of these amounts of monies. It's more like you saying, look, let's do another share, for example. In the end, we share. And then everyone sees the dividend, you know, of what they have contributed. Consistently, we do these things and people can't see anything on the ground. So, it's painful. It is. Uh, before I, I make comment on that, I would like to wish my friend, my uh, brother, Dr. Chomo, that Chomo, uh, Dati, today is his birthday, so happy birthday to you. I pray that God bless you. But for the money, you know, Gilbert is, <laughs> I don't know what to say, but it's like the more money they inject into the economy, 
the more inflation you know increases the inflationary figure or data we have as at uh, at today's you know about 23% true double digit even to Jonathan, four. yeah even to info yeah Jonathan yeah. live inflation you know uh, former president Jonathan at it was a single digit. single digit yeah Buari came you know a two digit a uh, digit Tinubu you know took in the notch higher and right now the cost of people don't even know that uh, electricity tariff has gone up the tariff for electricity has gone up people don't know you know i one of my friends was complaining that nasa would you know that he just recharge well i said have you read the news uh, do you know that the tariff has gone up that was when you know which te- checked and uh, he knew that you know there was you know reviewing prices and it was you know some time ago so i i i really don't know i uh, gilbert and let me just tell you this story for you uh, for people to have perspective of what really if the things that i say is from personal experience is not you know theoretical i always say here that i i i'm a practical person i i i love to i love practice you know i love to see my ideas you know are working yesterday after the show you know but yeah i just strolled you know uh to where i parked mm-hmm. and then a gentleman came to me and you know he was asking initially some other colleagues outside he was saying that he wants to you know talk to I said I am the one but I don't have time to give you because I'm mentally exhausted. I just you know need to uh calm myself down. And he said you know that if I'm going to I said he should be brief. He should tell me you know mm-hmm. what it is because I don't want anything to engage me you know it's after work you know. I'm just looking for my mind you know to relax and uh what not. And then he pulled out a picture you know shared with me you know what's going on uh and then I finished with him I said look I'm not the best person that can help you now go to this other person you know he's going to give you all the help that you need he said thank you and disperse just like within 1 minute <laughs> when he left me a woman was greeting me from behind and she was good evening sir so I thought that maybe you know my dress no, more. no I, okay. I I thought that you know there's something off about maybe my outfit or maybe I uh my money fell on the ground and she was calling my attention to pick it up and she you know come came close and she was saying that she was holding a little girl and she said that if I have any money to give to her that you be grateful because they don't have what to eat as at yesterday at home and bet- let me swear like a nigerian mm-hmm. between me and god it was just 600 naira that i had and that was you know the only money that i had i contemplated you know giving to her i said no if i give to her i'm going to suffer you know it makes two of us you know i just said please ma i know how it feels but i cannot help you at this point in time this this are real human stories just yesterday just yesterday it's not up to 24 hours by the way not up to 24 hours just you know for from my office from you know office building to where i parked the car two people seeking for financial help and all this you know these people are nigerians and the the government has to cater for them but it's like the more the government uh you know inject money i don't i don't know what happened what what's going on the concept of work is if you put in hours to work the system supposed to give you is input output garbage in garbage out 
But in Nigeria, it's like the more you work, the more poor you become. I know people who are 15 years in civil service. They don't even have own one piece of land. Some are even close to retirement. They don't even own a home. I mean, and, and you say we have a government. I mean, my painful part, you know, I have to come hard on religious uh, leaders because mm-hmm. you can't tell me that I should pray, you know, uh, that uh, don't you think God wants me to enjoy life? The more I pray, the more I go to give, you know, a religious uh, leader my money, my heart and money. And you tell me, you give me a dopamine that I should pray. No, it's not prayer. I have voted for a government and the government has to work. That is why I voted for them. It's not because Kalem Lufang is the governor today, not because he's the smartest in Plato, not because, you know, uh, he's the one that God has shown all uh, favor and mercy. No, it's because Plato people, he sold his ideas to Plato people. And Plato people accepted it. So there's no, and I'm thankful, he has said that there's no excuse. We have a government. What government do all over the world is to ensure the welfare of people, her citizens. So that you'll be more patriotic, you're going to support the government. It's a symbiotic relationship. It's not a one-way ticket. A parasitic relationship. Yes, it's not parasitic. Thank you for that correction. So this, this, you know, I'm saying this from the point of pain, not, you know, uh, because I read the papers every day. Every day I see it's either, you know, my phone will boss and then they'll say, ah, no, you know, some of these big politicians now, I'll say, if I tell you what I'm going through personally, some people, you know, will not believe, but it's, it's their problem. But people are, the economy is very tough. People are working themselves into abject poverty instead of wealth. And yesterday we were having a conversation with some friends. I said, look, if care is not taken, the same thing that, you know, my father, you know, faced when he was uh, in my age group is maybe the same thing that my children will face if I have them, if Nigeria continues going like this. I Today I was seeing... Uh, Pastor Kumu, you say that God is going to help this person to. No, Pastor, you don't, you don't, I, I don't take that. You have your own opinion, and your opinion is not superior to, uh, than my opinion. My opinion is my opinion. He has said it during the time of Buhari that God is going to use Buhari to fix Nigeria. 100 million human beings in Nigeria went to abject poverty. Are you telling me that God has, is punishing those people? And then now he's saying that God is going to use Tinubu. How? How? Tell me how. Be pragmatic. Don't tell me that uh, God is. No. How? People are. Work, look at how hardworking Nigerians. People, Nigerians are very hardworking. But it's like the more they work, the more they uh, work themselves into abject poverty and penury. You work 25 years or 35 years, giving yourself your sweat, your blood to this country. You don't even have, own a home. You don't have, you know, medicine, you know, to take care of you if you're old and sick. It's very painful. Mm-hmm. Because these are real human experiences and stories. Let's play this instead. When we come back, uh, we'll have two guests. They're going to help us to understand the stories. Stay here. <music> As you are aware, the Echo as heads of state have made me an envoy to Niger Republic 
and we over the weekend we were there to see the military people and discuss to find the way out of the lacuna we find ourselves. So that's why I'm here this uh, afternoon together with the president of the Equus Commission to give a report back to Mr. President on our discussion uh, uh, in Niger. I must say that the, our visit to Niger has been very fruitful and that, that it just opened an avenue to start talking and hopefully um, we will get somewhere. Well, like I said, we, we started talking. They have, we made their own uh, points and then I made my report to the chairman of the Equus of State and President. He will now consult with his uh, colleagues and then the, the ding-dong starts and we'll get somewhere, hopefully. Hopefully, diplomacy will, 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 will see the better of this thing. Nobody wants to go to war. It doesn't uh, pay anybody, but then again, you know, the uh, our leaders have said if all fails, and I don't think all will fail, we'll get somewhere, we'll get out of this mess. Well, glad you're still here. The program is Nigeria Sunset. My name is Sponsor. And my name is Gilbert Joseph. We have two guests. We have uh, all of them astute public, you know, thinkers and intellectuals. Uh, Dr. Philip Yango is here. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming. Yeah, good evening, Pastor. Good evening, Gilbert. Good evening, Plato. Glad to be here again. And the senior man, I mean, uh, that's his name, senior man, uh, Honorable Daniel Asama is here. Well, good evening. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you, Pastor. JFM is uh, so home. Yeah, well, talk to us about, you know, this idea of senior man, you know, because in, in, in my angwa, you know, if the boys, you know, senior man, I know, I know you're senior man, but you, it's like everywhere in Jaws, you're a senior man. What is the idea behind it? It's a, it's a social uh, philosophy that is coined by the antecedents mm -hmm. of, of loyalty. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so you have boys who are very loyal no, to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the, the the simple way, you know how you say your highness mm -hmm. or you say yeah. your excellence. Your right? excellency. So in our own in our own zone, mm. in our own for for we on site. Zanga. For street, for Zanga. Mm. For where for where I ca we use water fry a cara. I'm loyal, sir. Now soon he talk Senior man. Senior man. It fits you. <laughs> well, thank you for coming. Well, gentlemen, I don't know whether yeah. you'd like to talk, to, you know, about uh, yeah. uh, what I and Gilbert, you know, how the economy is very tough, you know. I, I, I don't know how to say, yeah. you know, so, but these are real human stories. Yes, Sally, as you gave a rendition of the gory situation in our country, um, and as I sat beside senior man, of, of course, um, the silence with which we all were aptly listening to you with was that of... Um, um, sharing in the gory reality because, um, for instance, I, I lecture in the university and I dare say today the university is a sea of debtors, debtors everywhere. There is no scholar in any public university that does not have a monumental debt on him in Nigeria. On record, check. Over the past four years, the scholars in this country of great repute have had to go through severe austerity. Hmm. Now, you work, you do research for a particular year, 
and you're paid for only four four months. Uh, just before I came in, over four colleagues were were calling, needing needing um, uh, for, for all of us to put hands together to to see how we can survive. Now that is what is happening to the ivory towers, the 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 reasoning basis of, of learning, the citadels of learning. Okay, now you juxtapose that with the monumental difficulty. The establishment at the center has placed every Nigerian in currently. And uh, the reality of what may unfold um, with a demand for war. I, I, I can't marry what is going on with the severe comfort that this democracy is affording them. Now, a democracy that perpetually continues to produce rich leaders and uh, a vast ma- majority of followers that are in abject poverty. That is the democratic philosophy we, we've been running since, um, since only God knows when. There has never been a time where the people have enjoyed a semblance of humanity as against the kind of luxury and comfort of the elite class leading this republic. Yet you have a docile, accepting population always ready to go to the polls, all thanks to the kind of revolutionary approach that um, the party of senior man attempted to sell, even though I don't believe in, in the philosophy of their party. But um, I, share, I share in the kind of um, citizen engagement that was equitable and fair. Okay, Now, you marry all of that and you're faced with the reality of where the nation is at the moment. The cost of PMS, six hundred and seventeen, seventeen a liter. The cost of power, the cost of gas. In fact, to eat what has been the poor man's staple, to masara, has become a problem now. So, what what do you really want citizens to do? Okay, to the extent that the garina is even called groceries. Now, you juxtapose all of these realities and the nation is at the point of severe difficulty and yet you see great comfort being enjoyed by the leading class. The, 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 the civic engagement philosophy is evolving. The citizens are getting severely enraged at this um, pattern and it showed at the ballot. You had you had um, communities that were in particular colors just tilting overnight to particular colors because of this kind of enchantment. And I dare say, and uh, the philosophy should should go on. Would soon enjoy the kind of um, my worry is just that um, the flip side is uh, you find you find um, a, a complacency of the beneficiaries of this kind of effort um, once leadership is formed. So. A leadership gets formed. Force, um, uh, there's still there's still a great degree of austerity within even our space on the plateau. Uh, not to, not to compare the national uh, um, discourse, but we're beginning to see some comfort. We're beginning to see some respite, rather. But um, in the regard of what ought to be done for the people, a whole lot is still left undone. And it's a matter of the kind of persons to drive governance and the kind of supervision and enforcement to ensure that succor comes to the people. The people get to enjoy some degree of respite in this ever-increasing difficult republic to live in. 
But uh, as it is, um, uh, you find that once leadership is formed, the debates move to the conveniences of the exigencies of politics. And that has remained the bane of how urgent we ought to see the demand of driving social change. Um, Clearly within this space of the universe. But I dare say that um, it's not a gory story. Um, Five billion um, for states. We're going to talk uh, about and, that. And then the stories are Five on. And a few trucks of rice and just a drop in a sea of immense difficulty and chaos. I'm just imagining, I, I can't wait for us to think through our model, what the realities are. But you, you run through ag- agriculture, you run through revenue. As you spoke about revenue, 966 billion. What's the value of the dollar currently? So it's a facade. It's, it's, it's even a, it's even a falsehood. Nice. The it's dollar nice. has now gone afloat. Yeah. So it's still our money. It's still the same. In nine hundred and sixty-six billion, what's the value? It's nothing compared to the value of the naira. The naira, and you still find immense export of jobs that ought to be imported. Okay, rather than creating jobs for our people, now governments all around are moving to different economies to import o- automobiles, exporting Nigerian jobs, importing great poverty and difficulty. Let's let's come to a uh, senior man here. Uh, talk to us about. Uh, I mean, just give your response to what uh, Doctor Philip has uh, said. Yeah, like like Doctor was saying, mm. um, I wish uh, people were just everybody is seeing the mood in the studio. I think today we are all sober. We are in pain. Now, everybody, I I could hear from the depth of his voice how much this thing is hurting. Um, You know, we are at a place of a failed nation. Mm. When a country is getting to the failed place, when your country is at a brink and you're getting to a failed nation, there are basic two symptoms. The first major symptom is when the people feel that the government has lost control and the, the second system is when the people do not feel that the government is beneficial to them. How did the government benefit people? It benefit mm-hmm. people from amenities, basic amenities. You know, when the roads, when the roads are now being mounted by toll gates and individuals are collecting money because they fix the road rather than government doing that. Mm-hmm. When hospitals that you can get best care are run by individuals, not government. When schools that you can get the best learning are run by individuals, not government. When uh, sources of power are generated by solar and generators rather than the national greed. Mm. People, the government, what else have the government except the one one thing that the government is still being respected for that the people feel that the government owe them whereas the little thing we have which we call um, uh, the, the, the field subsidy mm. now mm. you took it away so it's basically nothing we have nothing I said it here the other time, I'm repeating again. Subsidy removal is not bad. But when you remove subsidy, you have to subsidize something in place of the subsidy of whatever you remove. Subsidy can be placed on any other thing that is of national benefit for the people. Ponsak, that's why we've been saying Nigeria needs to be decentralized. Until you decentralize the system and every entity is beginning to look at its own problem internally and start to permutate ways of which they will resolve and bring up solutions for themselves, we continue doing merry-go-round. At the end of the day, 
it's going to be the individual people who are the ones that are the minorities and the ones that are in the houses that are struggling to even get a, a daily bread. Like he said, in the Western world, best innovations, best technology. In fact, I was even I'm watching the the athletics that is happening in um, Hungary, Budapest, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'll tell you the best athletes come from universities. Every best thing comes from university, yeah. citadel of every kind of learning. Now, the, the way America makes a system, of course, you get grades, you get uh, basic get scholarship because of your performance at sports. So people, people learn from the university. University invent the biggest and the most neatest investments of every nation. Mm-hmm. Today we are losing it. The government is not looking inward. We, we've been talking mm-hmm. about how the dollar is floating and the Naira is just is going down and down. I wonder how they cannot just see this. This is not difficult, Ponsac. Until the, the economy is, being gener- is generating a lot internally, you cannot fight the dollar. It has to be the industrialization of Nigeria by the, the, the small and medium industries is the only reason the dollar will stabilize. There is nothing you will do. As much as you are borrowing money, as much as you are trading with, with, with imports, rather than you are not producing what you're consuming, you are importing what you're consuming, you can never compete. No country becomes a first world by consuming other people's product. Every first world country has its own independent market system and commerce that works for it. Now, we have the issue of price control, which is the bad system of governance. We have the issue of corruption, which I always cap my talking about. It is all about individual mindset, our collective patriotism, and our paradigm shift, understanding and the depth of true uh, uh, cautiousness. We, we are not, we people sometimes behave in Nigeria as if they've lost their souls, as if they sold their souls to the devil. People just do things. You see someone blatantly doing the wrong thing, and he's actually, now even, I'm telling you, I was driving, just coming here, and the KK man parked in the middle of the road, and it has become the norm it's like he's right i'm the one that is supposed to maneuver and pass him he's not the one that is supposed to go by the shoulder to drop his passengers i'm the one that is supposed to maneuver so he's almost right you talk to him he puts insults on you so the wrongs have become so right Mm -hmm. so when we blame the system i will say no the system is pure the system that there is not any pure, pure the system is as pure as pure can be it's as pure as the white bright sky the whole problem is the people running the system our system is good but we are not applying what we should apply so that the system will function for us and we are cheating ourselves i'll give you an instance yeah we collect revenues every day we collect revenues what do we do with it we just hear about the 966 billion that the government is getting from for revenue we are not We've not been utilizing what we get. It's been going to individual pockets. It's been, so the person, my problem is, the very person that is complaining that this palliative is not done right, this palliative is not right, right. what are you doing on your own side? You see now, Buhari, uh, Tinubu, for instance, if he sends even these things that we are questioning, can, are we sure that these things are going to get to the right people if, evenly? Are we sure? We are all individually res- responsible for how this system is going bad. When you are talking, when you are here, some of us are listening right now. You're listening at home. Maybe your radio is too loud and your neighbor wants to sleep and you don't even care. Mm-hmm. And then you are complaining that the, the, the president is not doing this, the governor is not doing that. You have little authority of a 12 by 12 room in your house and you are feeling like God now. By the time they give you a whole state, how would you do with people? 
So it is individual mindset, but not our system. Our system is good. If you look at the documentation of our system, there's no problem in it. The whole problem is implementation of the system. You're talking about something very interesting. We're going to come to that. Mm. Dr. Philip, uh, let me come to you. Yeah. Uh, the Plato State government workers have not been paid, you know, uh, arrears right now. Do you trust that, you know, this palliative uh, will be shared justly? Wow. On the one hand, on the other hand, yeah. uh, do you foresee a delay? Because, mm. I mean, not paying civil servant, the economy <laughs> has not been stirred. You know, nothing is moving. You know, in plan to state, and uh, the civil servant, like you said, you are, you work for the uh, uh, government uh, as a lecturer, and you are into. You said that you know the debt. You know, mm. on uh, you and your colleagues are piling. I, I mean. Let's let's talk about governance mm. with mercy and empathy. Yeah. Because if you say that you've uh, verified and saved five hundred million naira from staff verification, what is stopping you from paying these people? They have families. They have dependents. They have old parents that need drugs for diabetes, for high blood pressure. You know, for medicine for them to uh, stay alive. What is stopping? And do you want us, the citizens of Plato State, or resident as the case may be, to trust this government in disbursement of this uh, palliative justly? Or should we, you know, expect that they are going to delay? I must say thank you very much, Pansak. Um, it would be a moral question to answer because um, I'm sure you, you know clearly um, the history of, of my participation with regards to the elections. I, I vigorously and firmly campaigned for the government in instead mm. and um, the current system. And I, I still believe that um, on the premise that I shared um, great perspectives for support for this administration, I still believe and and I would want to say that um, there is a great degree of hope. Why? Now, I I feel the pain of the non-payments of um, salaries of civil servants, the arrears, inherited and not paid. Okay? There is no excuse for non-payments of salaries. Once you have the mantle of leadership, the burden of solving problems entirely rests on your on your head. You must find remedies. On now, easy lies the head that wears the crown. On easy lies the head that wears the crown. Mm. Now, with that in perspective, the question would be how far has there been some form of remediation for this challenge? Mm -hmm. A number of months have been paid. Um, the last I checked, um, um, pensioners of tertiary institutions have gotten some months of their pension arrears. Just that it hasn't gone to the over 22 months of unpaid arrears for that base. I, I guess they've gotten just two out of the 22. You may, you may say some succor, okay? But if you look at the reality, it would appear that there is a deliberate flaunting of... Um, administrative, chief executive administrative pronouncements. The last I heard in public space was that there was a directive for two months of um, salary arrears to be paid. Immediately that pronouncement was made. I, I, I didn't um, hear um, fellow citizens and, <laughs> and fellow statesmen appreciating that the directive had been complied with. So it got me quite worried as the to governor himself blames that on bureaucracy. Exactly. So if 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 you're beginning to have a system that is saying to itself, 
that there are queries to be answered who is taking the fall for it there is a need for the system to come to come out say uh, straightforward to explain to citizens what really it is okay not to leave citizens in the dark and speculating okay the last i was here to also discuss was about the loan the loan taken if the loans were taken indeed what really is happening okay so the citizens are going through immense difficulty but with regards to um having confidence in the system uh, as to managing the palliatives as disbursed by the center i think there's been some sincerity because the the last i heard was uh, government invited statesmen and women across party lines to come sit down and discuss details about governance in the states which would appear a very um, objective method of feedback to society maybe structures of society getting feedback uh, i would also expect that there may be some town hall arrangement to give better feedback on a larger scale even though our society is largely known to be elder inclined in terms of feedback now they've had an elder statesman meeting statesman meeting okay now with that um, some feedback was given about how much was access and what is to be given and all of that if if sincerity is coming in regards to feedback as to what is um, received or not it means that where you have a person that is ready to tell you what it is within the post and what there is to come on that premise and merit i think we can trust that we won't have a hoarding and a subsequent um, um, looting of such um, demanded um, or I would say arranged palliatives for the people. There is, there is a, a degree of sincerity in this regard. And I think the citizens can trust that there would be a fair dispense, dispensation. I think so. Otherwise, um, if it fails, um, I would be one of the first to say um, the, the hopes has been dashed. But I think based on the the methods and manners and gestures of the moment some trust can be given to this system i don't know if that answers your Honorable question Asema, yeah. absolutely yeah. does let's look at um the facility itself how it was generated and the mode of payment because it's not entirely free right 52 percent grant 48 percent mm-hmm. loan mm-hmm. and let's also look at the source which is the national executive um, Economic Council, I mean, mm-hmm. and the federal government in itself. First, we had the president tell us he had saved so far, as at the last pronouncement from him, a trillion naira from subsidy after he announced its removal. And then again, just shortly, not up to a couple of weeks, we had the federal government through the NNPCL secure a loan facility Africa. from African Bank, mm-hmm. the Egyptian facility, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Look at some of these things and then tell us if we have saved a trillion naira from, you know, the removal of your subsidy, why then do you have to borrow money from that African bank? And why would you again give states the sum of five billion naira as palliatives and expect for them to pay in some way, in some kind of way? Does that mean we have moved and yet not made progress? Or what sort of burden exactly are the state governments having to face? So I'm glad that just your second to the last mm. sentence made the whole answer to all this you're saying. Mm. We've moved but not made progress. progress. Yeah. We we are so I'm sorry to say, I am I am I'm disappointed in how Tinibu is being impulsive. 
he's acting he's acting too fast i think as a leader he should weigh his words and weigh his actions for leadership in a democratic setup i think all you need to do is to create the platform before you execute the order it's not military you need to have to have a landing path before you try scaling a rock without gears you don't just you don't just wake up in the morning and say why it has been scratching your brain overnight you are a leader you are a president in the first place what a shame how do you even go to borrow from egypt a country that has desert and barely only river nile that is even fighting with utopia to even do irrigation and survive with all the abundant resources we have here do you know that kaduna state alone is producing enough corn that can feed the entire west africa kaduna state here just between the span of plateau state and benue state the whole africa could be fed what is happening all i'm saying is that if you do not decentralize the system and every segment every side of the country generate find ways of generating internally generated income we cannot continue to depend on the center and continue to think it's going to work no it's not it doesn't work like that mm. for instance in america every state is not for what as as poor as wyoming is they are known for breeding cows they're mm. known for bringing cheese wisconsin cheese you know every every state has what they have Comparative texas technology. oil yeah. you go to california entertainment software mm. you come to new york commerce people every state has something is producing and is bringing on table that is making it sustainable that is making it its impact in the state now when you when you when you wait only on the center to continue to generate when the center is affected the whole system goes down it collapses the system what i'm saying is how about we individually as a state find ways of generating our money so we do not even wait because it's a federal system of government our chief executive is really a chief executive he can find ways to generate money internally and find ways that we can raise our own revenue and run our own state we can run our own state very independent so if it is not and then the center has to still help then the center has to really really i think tinubu is is um is having really smart heads there are nigeria is a pool of very brilliant people he can pick brilliant people anytime you are a chief executive you can change a minister in a day you can do anything find the right people bring them on board let them help you just to post these things and make the right permutation and calculate the economy well otherwise we are just jumping more into it's like from frying pan to fire i don't like to hear this borrow 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 of a thing it's not really working for us now even the three billion that they are borrowing like i said earlier doctor how are we going to disburse it that is going to get to you as a lecturer in the university how are we now all these things i'm saying is this how you come to the maybe because you drive and you're able to come to the lecture hall before your students and they are coming in late and the student will just tell you i couldn't get transportation but he feels his car as well yes Mm. I couldn't get transportation I couldn't get this I mm. couldn't get that no you know there is the lack and there is the lack and I, you know when you lack and you do not have sources it's different from when you lack you have the sources but it's expensive on you so we are in a situation where there are people in this country that do not even have you maybe you have saved money you want to build a house you have saved 2 million naira you want to buy a plot of land and now you're using out of that 2 billion 2 million that you have saved for a plot of land to fuel your car to go to work 
is eating on you. But it's different from that person that do not even have any savings. And now they have to buy a moodle of corn for 1,100 naira. All right. So, so I mean, the whole system is going to keep biting from 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 within until we have we find a way from inside mm. to generate money that will stop us. Plato says should look inward and start looking at what we have that we can generate. I am telling you, I, I believe in this economic saying: every 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 uh, displeasure of time is an opportunity. Yeah, it's Doc, quickly, yeah. your yeah. response to the yeah. same question. Yeah. Um, well, um, the obvious is that um, our republic is sure immersed in policy somersaults and there is a need for greater caution in uh, the methodology of governance. Um, there is a need for a clear-cut adherence to proper economic policy and there is a need for some ingenuity in uh, wealth creation rather than running for quick fix solutions where um, others have thought through um, wealth creation. It is lame and lazy that as a nation of over 250 million people we would be hurriedly running to where there aren't um, available natural endowed um, <laughs> available resource for wealth creation. Okay, now the question about um, our country and the realities um, of economic policies and the loans taken, whether we can continue along that path, I sincerely think that there's so much to create. If $9 billion would be fleeced out of this country in gold, as stated by um, the Leonard Silk, um, Femi Falana, SAN, um, then it means that so much, so much fraud is going on elsewhere. Right. And, and if you would, if you'd just go through the issues around agriculture, around um, e- education and health, uh, just just yesterday, um, the medical and dental consultants of the country issued another ultimatum for an industrial action. So industrial actions upon industrial actions, why? Um, the resident doctors are also with issues unsorted out. Multiple, um, uh, the joint health sector unions, um, you find that there are issues all around to be sorted out. However... You have an elite class that is um, having um, inaugurations with um, um, incentives and um, sub- subsidies for for their governance strategies. Um, over 1.37 billion for for rent and accommodation for 48 persons, and it would be costing over 8.9 billion over four years. So you've taken off subsidy for the poor. You're subsidizing governance. You're incentivizing governance on a scale that is unsustainable. Okay, so the questions and the revenue generating methods are clearly not adding up. And there is a need for this country to sincerely think through the democratic philosophies. We cannot continue to afford a poor, vast, poor citizenry population and a very wealthy, um, (laughs) I would say, minute, um, (laughs) elite governing population. It is not a philosophy of democracy that works anywhere around the world. This is clearly exploitative. Mm, And the citizens must realize and call to question 
these kind of ugly trends and the, the the antics of segregation must also break break way and give way for some national collaboration and national synergy for the nation to rediscover itself such that we would fight this tragedy of malgovernance and find our nation some development. You can join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. We have uh, Dr. Uh, Philip Yango and, of course, the senior man, Honorable uh, Dani Asama. We're looking at uh, uh, issues around the economy. We'd love for you to join the conversation. 081-2187-7777 or you call 90 On Facebook at JFM Life and on Twitter at JFM Just. All right, let's take the first call. Hello and good evening. Hello, good evening. Yeah, hello. Okay, not working. Hello, good evening. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. Hello, good evening, Pastor. Yeah, thank good you. Good and your guest in the city. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Thank you so very much for having me. This is Comrade Marambulus Mandiu calling you from Dafo in Bokos. Thanks for calling. We're listening. Seriously, no. But the economic is very hard on people. I'm telling you. As I speak to you, in fact, I went to my farm yesterday where I cultivate you know, nest. I'm telling you, you know, they, 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 I don't know. We call people that we, we, you know, they don't know. They, they, they are hard working. Today, if I this present at the recession, they are started stealing. In fact, you know, stealing because it's, not, it's, it's out of their wish. Out of their wish, I'm telling you, my farm, people invaded my farm you know, without my knowledge. Yesterday I went to the farm. So what are we talking about? People are still, people are really hungry. People, people, are, people are, are dying in hunger and poverty in this country. Just like what your guests have said, that our elite are exporting what employment and importing what no poverty and unemployment to us. And nobody is what talking. Nobody is saying anything. It's a concern. No, it seems like the, 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 the masses, you know, are happy. No, everybody is happy with the present administration because this is my own. So there's no need of you know, talking. There's no need of saying anything. Imagine, like the former governor of Toronto said, no, giving the, what, the portfolio of Minister of you know, Employment and uh, 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 Labour. Telling me the state of what in a worker in the plateau, the plateau when he left office. These people they don't have anything to offer to us. I tell you, until and unless as a citizen, we you know, we come together to realize that realize that these people in fact they are muted from us. They are muted from a wealth of experience. They are now trying to what use more. The, 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 the poverty that they have, you know, put on us to, uh, uh, oh, to be said, okay, this one, you know, has done this. What they show, show me the see nonsense. So what people will the, the, the kind of nonsense, no statement and post people are posting. Thank so you. people feel, you know, that nothing is wrong with this one present administration. Thank you. 2015, it's a concept. In fact, you know, just look at the price, give what? To, 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 to check the price of what commodity. Yeah, we'll wrap up your talk, yeah. and, and, no, this government, as, well, as, as it is now, this government, you know, Nigerians have been, you know, been you know, on the seat, we are protesting, rejecting this government. Wrap up your thoughts. Wrap up your thoughts. Uh, this is the much we can take from you. Because mm-hmm. we'd like to take other people too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Hello. Good evening. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, make your comment brief. Thank you for calling. Tell us your name first. Uh, thank you very much. Bonsak, I want to appreciate the guests we had, the two guests, and uh, they're spoken very well, really. Bonsak, in other countries, we go on conventions, we go on seminars, go to course, and find out why we are not getting it right. Democracy is not in Nigeria, but in Africa and Canada. Working and if Africa doesn't take time, mm-hmm. they maintain that school before 60s. All most of African countries are governed by the military. I want the Rama Superman or the Ekoa this is where talking about. Cure for headache is not cutting. You should ask why people in South Africa are taking over the power because they see that the other way is bigger. So that's a different thing. Contract. I've never seen a country where somebody was a chairman, he was given escort, he was given a car. He became a legislator, he was given a car. He became a senator, he was given a car. He became a minister, he was given a car. He was given allowance, allowance, allowance. You don't have to die that. Go to, go to that country. Where you are there, serving your as a statesman, you serve their country freely. But the cost of governance is increasing by day. We're getting more ministry. So what is one for the ordinary man? Thank okay, you. Okay, you get the state governor this money, this money, this money. You didn't increase an agency from federal to monitor this disbursement. Because somebody is not about human being nature. You cannot check it. So you need to check door. Control the implementation. You carry Nigerian money. Everybody is suffering today. People can't love that. Because of the money increase their by well. And the money coming, you cannot have the judicial system. They are distributing money for governors. This and that. Uh, yeah, this and is much of will be happy with you. What of Encobora? Thank you. What are the money given for farmers' money? What are the money that this boy shares every month? He gets about $5 billion. So what thank are we you. talking about? Share to Nigerians. Who doesn't have a Nigerian contract? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gilbert. On Facebook, Charity Harley says... My major worry is security, inflation, dollar rise, major economic difficulties, especially in the aspect of feeding. Schools will soon resume and no school fees again. Usman Musa says, both of the guests have spoken very well. A government whose tough decisions are only affecting the poor is and can never be a caring government. Until and unless we unite as, a citi- as citizens, things in this country will never change for the better. Dimas Bala says, I give this government the benefit of one year to see whether they have something to offer to the country. For now, Tinubu just formed his government. Let's see their ability since they just came on board. So far, so good. Jacob Adudu Amutuk says, it's very unfortunate that the rich are getting richer. While the poor are getting poorer, getting to 100 days in office, the administration of both federal and state governments, no positive change have been noticed from the previous administration. Ritmoa John says, it's too early to judge, but I think the governor should do better in salary payment. Damak Bok says, I don't think there will be anything good from the federal government because the president says that he does not have any instant solution to the suffering and the cost of living in Nigeria. Moses Daniel says, it's so unfortunate with this subsidy removal where people are finding themselves. President Tinubu said he was going to lead Leaders define the ability to influence through inspiration, not intimidation. Albert Daxa says, I must say that we, the citizens, are yet to fill the act of government 
both at state and federal levels for the better. Gucho Muchi says, from the state to the federal, it's a total disappointment and waste of time and resources of the people. Comrade Yusuf says, Nigeria is becoming an unfortunate nation where the rich are becoming richer while the poor are becoming poorer. Jang Dagwi John says, to me, I'm suggesting students need to get back to school no matter what. Chuks Ditoni says, all I'm concerned about is the dilapidated apartheid route. Since former Governor Jang started that apartheid route when he was in office, it still remains the same up till now. Thank you, Gilbert. Well, gentlemen, please go ahead and uh, respond and give your final concluding remarks. One, one minute each. Anybody? Okay. Senior mm-hmm. would you like to go first? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Ponsak, like you said, um, you know, part of the reason I'm called a senior man mm-hmm. is just because of palliatives. You know, mm-hmm. people are suffering. True. And Absolutely. It's, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame that people are suffering. Yeah. Giving it up to the PDP government, I do not think that even if it were the Labour Party, my own party, we're going to come and do a magic. There's no magic. It has to be a process. All I'm calling to the, for the governor of this state is just initiate a process and be open to the people. Talk to them. Talk to the people. Voice out. Let people hear what you're doing. Some of us can advocate. I am a rational person. I'm a realist. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak stupid things because I belong to a certain party. Even in my party, I will make sure things are going on right. So even if it was a liberal party thing, I would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. So the truth is, I don't want Nigerians to lose faith about this country. Let's, mm-hmm. let's be talking rationally. Let's be having faith that we can still fix this. Let's start from me as a person. Am I doing the right thing? Am I being patriotic? Do I love my nation? I, how about my morality towards my brother and then the whole country? And then you cannot make, two wrongs cannot make a right. The one thing, doctor, that we need mm. to do, mm. the synergy that you guys are beginning to create in the university mm. must continue. Mm. This impunity thing mm. and this the stereotyping thing of saying that this is not from my faction, mm. so I'm, I'm going to push him down, or mm. this is from my faction, so whatever he does is right. No, we mm. can't. Mm. We have to be rational. We have to take our sentiments and look at governance. Mm. If the person, even if it's from my tribe or if it's from my side of the uh, political party and it's not doing the right thing, I should be bold enough to voice it out. We should look at country first before any political party ourselves. We are all dying. Look at this palliative thing they are talking about. I'm even wondering how they're going to share that evenly. I'm even wondering where they get the statistics to want to share that. I don't know where they got their records from. I don't know who they know is the poorest of the poor. I don't even know how they chose those homes that they're going to share that with. I don't know if they're thinking of some of us that are senior men, that we have people that are looking up to us. Yeah, thank you. <clears throat> thank you. Uh, thank you, yeah. <sighs> just, um, just to sincerely say that our nation would get it right and uh, it's get it's going to get it right because Amen. of conversations like this because the citizens are getting aware um, for the first time in Plateau State uh, Labour Party won just not mm-hmm. uh, in an election cycle uh, for the first time um, um, tricycle riders could get um, elected into the National House of Reps mm. okay now it means that our nation is capable of change so the conversation must go on. The conversations must go on. And most importantly, the character of change must, must be acquired and deliberately um, eventually get sought after by citizens. Citizens have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. And the work would come by 
ensuring that as you want to throw that piece of trash around you, you're cautious and you get the right dustbin to manage it. You're, you're deliberate as a, as a scholar. You're available to give your lectures as, as a healthcare worker. When you're on call, you go to call. As a media person, you report the truth. Yeah. That is how our nation will get where it's meant to be. As bad leaders come from a bad society. So, right. um, in essence, um, as we go through the difficulty and we speak about the difficulty, we should be humane and we should be law-abiding and we should um, embrace one another as a country. Yeah. Uh, the segregation must stop. We must say something when we see bad things. There's so much harm going to innocent people in communities. Communities have been raided down just because we fail to say something. So please speak up when you see movements that are fishy and please let us be our brothers, keepers, and let's spread love and Thank get you. our nation working Thank again. Thank you, Gilbert. Maybe yeah. just bye-bye. Christmas, yeah, Christmas. People have to watch out for Christmas in Plateau. No need to travel, courtesy, Plateau State Tourism Management Board. Very true, cooperation. Well, what are they giving us? Well, my <laughs> name is Ponsalvo. I will have a good evening. <laughs> bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcasts.